And now, Fastened Like Nails with Dr. Mark Hamby. Welcome to Fastened Like Nails and Molly Mayo in the studio with me. Welcome, Molly. Good morning. You were both a little out of breath. A little bit. We, we ran, ran over here. We ran over mm-hmm. here in the middle of so much going on here at Lamplighter. Mm-hmm. I was just finishing editing with uh, Spencer mm-hmm. our new book that's about to come out called? Dwell Deep. Dwell Deep. Molly, I think it's going to be the book, book of the year. That's amazing. Well, yeah, the, we don't have any books for the year yet. Well, it's only January. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Dwell Deep. Um, when I first started to review it, I couldn't put it down. I mm-hmm. was like waking up during the middle of the night and I just wanted to start reading it again. It is amazing story for, I think, young ladies, young men mm-hmm. that are looking toward marriage, um, a young woman who has to really uh, maintain conviction, her convictions under extreme circumstances of people that are constantly, you know, kind of calling her a goody-goody two-shoes mm-hmm. and um, a young man that wants to marry her, but he doesn't have the kind of convictions that she has. Mm-hmm. You know, she says something that was really interesting this morning. She said... Wait, who? Um, the lady, in the, Margaret, in the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said uh, to, the, to the young man that wants to marry her, she said, I need to be led by you, but you want me to lead you. You see me as the strong. Mm. She, she mm-hmm. says to him, like, you think that I'm going to bring out the best in you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I may. She goes, but I'm a weak creature myself, and I need mm-hmm. to be led by you as a strong man. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, and I thought that was really interesting that she had that insight. Which, okay. ironically enough, the book has been read and reviewed by only two guys, <laughs> and they both love it. So, I mean, it's got to be a somewhat timeless in ages, like, depending on the person. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So the two guys have read it, and there's not a lot of guys on staff here. And so they're like, girls, you're going to love this book. It's such a girly book. <laughs> but it's there's so much in it that I think it applies. I think godly truth applies to both oh, men yeah. and women. So. Yeah. Well, and, and we definitely see that with, like, that printer review Dells is traditionally, you'd think of it as, like, a guy's book. But that's one of Sarah's favorites. I read it. It's very powerful. And mm-hmm. so um, C.S. Lewis once said that the best children's books were those that were, you know, applicable to adults and children. So I think sometimes the best books transcend all of those different things. It's not, like, just for one set genre or, or person. Interesting. C.S. Lewis said that, huh? I think so. <laughs> I think it was the author of The Yearling. And it was Scribner who wrote, um, who was part of the publishing <clears throat> time of, um, uh, did I say The Yearling? Mm-hmm. Old Yeller. I think it's Old Yeller. Old Yeller. I always, um, C.S. Lewis, ha- I guess, has a similar qu- quote. Oh, I'm not sure what the other one is, but if other people are saying it, it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The original quote comes from, I think Scribner wrote, he said, the best books um, are both juvenile and, and adult Nice. You know, they can be read by both children and adults. Okay, so without any further delay, we have a n- new audio drama coming out called Hungering and Thirsting. And before I tell a little bit more about Hungering and Thirsting, we have a new engineer today, and her name is Yadidia. Mm-hmm. Yadidia, are you there? I don't see your face. Oh, there she is. I see your <laughs> hand. Uh, welcome, Yadidia. Yadidia is a new student here at the Master's Guild, and she's learning how to become a sound engineer today. Mm-hmm. This is day two of the Master's Guild. I don't know when this podcast will be posted, but <laughs> yeah. we had our first day yesterday, and it's been a really amazing couple of days so far. Can you imagine being a student in the Master's Guild the way the fast-paced? Um, yes. <laughs> I was here. Oh, yes, you were here. <laughs> as a student myself. <laughs> was it like this, though? Oh, yeah. 
Really? It, it was crazy. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's always kind of crazy around mm-hmm. here. But yeah. it's it's changed. Each semester has brought with it a different feel to it, for mm-hmm. sure. And some of that is dependent on the people on staff, the people who are students, and mm-hmm. where the Lord is leading in the ministry. Okay, without further delay, Hungering and Thirsting, a book that we printed several years ago, and then we did our very first musical drama to it. It's amazing. The music is amazing. Our own Sarah Prenovo had uh, written the music for it. Um, you and I were the writers of it. Then we had someone, a consultant, mm-hmm. uh, Phil Lawler, who's an amazing mm-hmm. um, artist himself, and especially with Wordcraft, and uh, pulled this together. And um, we uh, were allowed to produce our very first musical drama, and it and is amazing. Just so you guys can get a little glimpse of it, we're going to play the commercial here that we've done. It'll give you a little snippet of everything. So we'll can play we do that. that now? Yeah, right okay. now. Welcome to Lamplighter Theater's very first audio drama musical. Many, many questions running through my mind. If I keep on asking the answers, I will find. A little girl named Kitty, a mysterious note, and a quest that will change her eternity and the lives of everyone around her. This is Hungering and Thirsting. Along the way, Kitty meets Mr. Scott, the elusive neighbor with a secret. Mm. Dick, the street peddler who struggles to believe God is good. You can have it. And Jamie, the crippled boy abandoned by his father. Please help me. How can a good God allow suffering in the world? The answers I will find. To order Hungering and Thirsting, go to lamplighter.net. Lamplighter.net. Okay, that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. That's I love... How you started off with music and and kind of wove it all throughout. It was really... That's not even my favorite. Can, can we listen... Wait, can we listen to just one or two more? Well, I mean, we do have the copyright, so <laughs> we, okay. we can... Okay, let's, let's let our audience listen to one more and then we'll talk about it. Whoever Dick is, he's right. But I don't understand. How can I be happy when I'm hungry and thirsty? <laughs> not hungry and thirsting for bread and water, but for a relationship with the Lord Jesus... He loves you so much. He would rather die than live without you. Me? I don't understand. When Jesus first spoke these words, the people didn't understand either. He spoke to them with the hope that they would start to hunger and thirst for more. I know this doesn't quite answer your questions, Kitty, but do you want to know more? Oh, I do, miss. I do so with all my heart. Then... Blessed are they, blessed are they who hunger and thirst. Blessed are they, blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled, they shall be Blessed are they who hunger and thirst 
touched my very heart. It did. Okay, that's not my favorite either. But uh, Wait, I, which I, one's your favorite? I think I love when uh, when he sings that song about uh, that life isn't easy, and he doesn't know whether or not he can Dick? Uh, trust God. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. If God is good, he sings the song about, is God really good? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite song. I don't know why. It's probably the least technically, you know, sung, but it is so beautiful because uh-huh, uh-huh. it's real. He sings it so real. Yeah, yeah. He's in a very dark place in the audio drama. And so he's really kind of wrestling that out and meeting characters who are like sharing the truth of the gospel. But he's like, I can't accept that. I can't believe that God is just happiness and blessing and how blah, 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 blah. Okay. He's like... Okay, so this story is a story about the main themes. Is God good? Mm -hmm. Especially when there's so much hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, and difficulty in the world, especially children during that day were homeless and on the streets. And Mm -hmm. um, another theme, Molly, do you know what it is? Uh, Suffering produces character. Okay. And one more major theme. Mm, Well, Okay, so you talk about your worldview, and I've, I've seen all of those elements in it. It's it's God allows suffering so he can grow our character, but also so that we can experience his unfathomable love for us. Mm. So something that is highlighted throughout it is God's love, and that's in a couple of the songs, the one that we listened to earlier. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful theme. Is that the one you're thinking of, or were you like, one, there's one more. another one? It has a lot to do with the title. Okay. Oh, hungering and thirsting after righteousness. <laughs> yeah. And what you'll <laughs> be, they shall and, be. And you'll be what? Filled. Filled. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the keys. In fact, I was reading in the book of Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah chapter 32. Let's see if I can quote it here. Um, actually, I'll, I'll look it up. Jeremiah 32, verse 17 and 18. It says this, Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and outstretched arm, and mm. there is nothing mm. too difficult for thee. Thou showest loving kindness and unto thousands and recompense the iniquity of the fathers unto the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, the Lord of hosts is his name. Great in counsel and mighty indeed. Uh, for thine eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of their doings. And mm. then uh, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3 says this. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And so here's this amazing drama where you've got this young man, Dick. Mm-hmm. You also have this young young girl, Kitty. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're trying to find their way in life and finding out, is this God whom mm-hmm. they hear about? Mm-hmm. Is he really good? Here Kitty is, hardly has any food. Here Dick is. He is his mother is going to be in the poorhouse soon. He has just broken his leg. Um, he's gotten all his money stolen from him, mm-hmm. and people are trying to tell him that God is good. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do they reconcile who this God is in rel- in relation to their circumstances of life? And so, what happens in the drama? The God of the universe shows up in each of their lives through the most unexpected ways. Here he is sitting in a hospital, and Mister Lampy, the lamplighter, comes and refreshes his mind about why he's in the hospital and what God is doing at that moment. Here is Dick saying, like, if God was good, then why am I in the hospital? And Mr. Lampy would say, well, if God wasn't good, then why are you still alive? You know, if God wasn't good, then how did your mother get rescued from the fire? If God wasn't good, then, and he starts listing all of these things and helping him to see, it's like, you know, is the, is the glass half full or is it half empty? Mm-hmm. And as soon as mm-hmm. Dick starts to see 
that maybe God is good, a stranger comes to meet him at that moment. Mm -hmm. And this is the stranger that changes the course of Dick's entire life. And Molly, I think that God does that to all of us. Mm -hmm. He brings these unexpected people, unexpected events. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That goes right along with the locked cupboard, um, which if any of you are doing the calendar challenge, there's a book a week that we're doing for the year. And uh, the one for this week, it was locked cupboard. And so I started reading that and it has some of those things touch pointed so beautifully. Each of the girls is given a verse from Psalm 37. And one of them was like, commit your way unto the Lord, trust in him, and and he shall bring it to pass. And she's like this really willful, stubborn, Mm -hmm. impetuous girl. And she's just like, I have always been able to, like, trust my judgment. She's like, I'm not going to give into this, like, like, religious whatever mumbo jumbo. And then you can see each of the girls just sticking to their verse. And there's only one of them who's truly saved. And how her life, God has just been, like, blessing her. And everyone calls her boring Mm -hmm. and, like, uninteresting. And she's never going to get married. She's just going to die an old maid. And, and she's just going to stay home and take care of the house. And they're all like living it up pretty much. But you can see just the testimony of the Lord in her life and how even sometimes where we're like, OK, come on, like someone's just going to randomly show up and bless your life. Like that can be the skeptic inside of us. But the Lord promises in his word, like all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according mm. to his purpose. And it doesn't always look kind of like the way that we think mm-hmm. it would. But what really struck me about that story is the amazing promise of like, OK, I may not understand with Dick. Lots of bad things happened to him, and he had to come to this place of brokenness where even at the end he was like, I just, I want to believe, but I don't know how. And and so just the way his story wraps up, I was listening to the ending. I was just like tearing up at the very end. Me too. And it was just so powerful and sweet and real because everyone has a different story, but coming to that place of like, I just don't understand and having that childlike faith and surrender. Mm -hmm. Full surrender to the God of the universe. And which is beautiful, what's beautiful about the story is that it's it takes the focus on just one of the beatitudes. Blessed are the, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Mm-hmm. But you can't take it completely out of context mm-hmm. because it, the the story really involves all of the beatitudes, which mm-hmm. starts with blessed are the poor in spirit, mm-hmm. for theirs is the kingdom of God. So the kingdom life begins with those who are poor in spirit, mm-hmm. and so Dick has got to learn that lesson that that the kingdom life starts with a person who is completely poor, broken, he's destitute, and he needs God. That reminds me of the verse, uh, the eyes of the Lord are seeking to and fro, seeking whose hearts are fully Completely his. his yeah. yeah. That's in uh, Second Chronicles 15.2, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be there. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, seeking those whose hearts are completely mm-hmm. his. Yeah, that's beautiful. So here's the first beatitude. There's there's eight of them. First one, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. you got to be broken. You've got to be willing to complete, be completely surrendered. That's mm-hmm. the kingdom life starts mm-hmm. with humility. If you're humble, God will lift you up. He resists the proud, but he, he gives, gives grace to the humble. humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up when? In due time. In due time. Mm -hmm. And so Dick is learning that lesson in this story, Mm -hmm. that there's coming a time, if you're going to trust him, there will come a time where he will lift you up. Those are part of God's promises, all Mm -hmm. 8,760 of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, second beatitude. Jesus is teaching. This is his first sermon on the Mm -hmm. earth, okay? Anything that's a first time, you know it's got to be big, right? Mm -hmm. So here Jesus is coming on the... God himself comes to earth and teaches his first sermon. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of God. Second quote, second part of the sermon. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mm -hmm. Why do you mourn? Because you realize how 
broken you are, how mm-hmm. poor in spirit you mm-hmm. are. So there's the humility first. Then there's this continual brokenness. You weep over your your destitute state, and you will be comforted. The uh, God is looking for the tears of mankind, and what does He do with the tears? Well, Psalm says He puts them in a bottle. Yes, isn't that beautiful? My mm-hmm. dad used to do that with me. <laughs> Every time I cried when I was a little kid, he would get a cup and put it under my 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 tears and put it in a cup. Yeah, I don't know if he knew what he was doing, but okay. Then third one, first, blessed are the poor in spirit; there's the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. Second, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Third, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meekness is what happens after tears, after brokenness. Mm. You become more meek and gentle. You become more like the character of God. You are no longer leading your life. You are no longer mm-hmm, ruling mm-hmm. your life. You are no mm-hmm. longer insisting on your own way. You become meek and gentle. You have this inner strength that you've never had before because you know that someone is divinely governing your life. They're in control. Mm. You're no longer in control. It sounds like wisdom too. Oh, beautiful, isn't Being it? Being able to have the wisdom to not speak when you want to speak mm-hmm. or uh, act in a way that is thinking into the future and thinking, how will my actions mm-hmm. affect others and how will mm-hmm. it reflect my king? Which leads us to the fourth one. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Mm-hmm. They shall be filled. So what wait, kind of... like it's not just you get saved, you kind of get to those steps and you're like, okay, got that one checked off, got that one checked off, mm-hmm. got that one checked off. So you have to like hunger and thirst. Yeah. Not only hunger and thirst, but think of the prerequisites. You're <clears throat> poor in spirit. You're broken. Mm-hmm. You cry out to God. You're You're mourning. Then you become more meek and gentle, and now you hunger and thirst for more of what God's been giving you in your life. Mm-hmm. You become more meek and gentle. You want more of it. You hunger and thirst for more of that righteousness. And as you do, you will become filled. And what happens next? As you are filled, blessed are the merciful. Mm-hmm. As you are filled, now you get to be more merciful to others. In fact, you want to be. You're no longer judging other people. You're now now, now you become more tolerant of their incompleteness. Mm-hmm. You're more. You're 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 looking at them and you're seeing the best in them, the potential that they have seeing in Christ. Seeing them the way God sees them. Which brings me to the next verse. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Mm. Blessed are the pure, pure in heart, heart, for they get to see, see God. God. And you get to see others the way God sees them. That's beautiful. Which brings you to the to the seventh one. Blessed are the peacemakers, mm. for they shall be called the sons of God. And so where you were an agitator and a provoker before, now with the meek spirit that you have and you're hungering and thirsting for more, you become more merciful to other people. They see the change in your life, and all of a sudden, from being an agitator and provoker, you're now becoming more of a peacemaker in their lives. And Putting other people ahead of your own And needs. they invite you into their life. They want to know what you mm. think. They want to know what counsel you can give. You now have become the peacemaker in your home. It, it's, it's a change of character within us where other people see it, and all of a sudden, their attitudes start to change toward us. Why? Because our attitudes have started to change toward them. That's beautiful. We start having a pure heart, and we get to see them the way God sees them. Mm. And we get to see God in them. You know, we get to, we no longer judge them because now we're seeing God working in their hearts. Mm, that's good. Yeah. It's not easy to do. <laughs> Which leads us to the eighth and final one. Blessed are the persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And that phrase, kingdom of God, invites you back to the repeated phrase, mm-hmm. to number one, blessed are the poor in spirit. Because even when you do everything the way God wants you to do them, you're going to be misunderstood, knifed in the back, betrayed, mm-hmm. whatever, and you're going to become persecuted. And that's the test. 
will you be willing to be reminded, persecuted, kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. go back to the mm-hmm. beginning, and you become poor in spirit and broken again and destitute, and you cry out to God, and you become more meek, and you hunger and thirst for more, and you become more merciful, and you become more pure of heart, and you become more of a peacemaker. And it's, then— It's sanctification. It's like— exactly. it's, it's walking with the Lord. That's it's a continuous struggle. It's a lifelong journey. The mm-hmm. Beatitudes, the very first sermon that Jesus gives, is the way of life. It's beautiful. Yes, and we'll follow. If we'll follow that, we will be, guess what? The repeated word is blessed. <laughs> blessed are those. And that word blessed, I share, that word blessed carries the idea of of true happiness. Mm. And that's what Kitty and Dick are looking for. And Mr. Lamplighter, Mr. Lampy, is going to show them the way in the most unexpected, in the most... What's another word for un? Unlikely. Nope. Um, unique. Nope. Unexpected. Unlikely. Un. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Oh, I like that. <laughs> we use those words a lot. <laughs> I love it, though, because that's the way God really is. Yeah. He's crazy creative. Yes. And when you hear this drama, um, trust me, if you want to lead your loved ones to Christ, if friends and family, mm-hmm. wherever they are, Prisons, hospitals, uh-huh. Uh-huh. truck drivers, family members, churches. This drama, I believe, is going to lead millions to Christ. In fact, next week, two weeks. So the reason we're saying all of this is because we have two very exciting announcements. The first one, I'm going to let you do this one. No, go for it. Okay. The first one is that we have finished all of the files for the audio drama, and it's going out on radio the end of January. And so... Uh, we've we partnered with a bunch of different radio stations that are going to be putting it out. And what is it? Over 34 countries. 34 countries, 1,800, 1,900 mm-hmm. radio stations. Mm-hmm. And what is so beautiful about this is there's so much scripture in it, but through song. And so people, they'll just be like in their car driving. They can turn on the radio. They're going to hear this music. And it's going to – I can't even – an begin to. I, I was weeping when I, when I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, and so um, we'll be definitely praying for that here as a staff and as our team with our team here I, at Lamplighter. I think that's our, our best drama. Um, yeah, it's just incredible. It's so it reaches the heart. Oh, also, we can't miss this moment here. This is so big. <laughs> okay, so this drama goes out into the world, thirty-four mm-hmm. countries, mm-hmm. a million listeners every week. Let me just tell you a few of the testimonies. We get a testimony from a young man who's in prison, has a noose around his neck. He's going to commit suicide. And his neighbor in the prison is listening to the radio, and he's listening to the boy of Mount Rigi. And I get a letter from this young man said, I had a noose around my neck. I was just about to hang myself. Mm-hmm. And I heard the boy of Mount Rigi, and now I have a reason to live. Crazy. Unbelievable. We get a letter from a teacher in India, and she writes, begging us to come to India to bring our audio dramas and our books. She said, children and teenagers are committing suicide every day. She goes, we live in a dark pagan land. She goes, by the mercies of God, I send you an SOS. Please come. She says, I will give my life to Lamplighter. I said, I don't want you to give my life. Give your life to Lamplighter. Give your life to God. We'll be there. So right now, we are trying Mm -hmm. to get all of these books and audio dramas Mm -hmm. printed in um, Chinese, in Spanish. We got people coming across our borders we have an opportunity. We have a orphanage, an orphanage in Africa that wants us to come. We want to be there 
um, this year to bring the books and audio dramas. We want to get these books done in Chinese. We have someone working on them right now. Did you get mm-hmm. that email yesterday? Mm-hmm. So exciting. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to be in India to come alongside this teacher. She has sent us the most earnest plea. Molly, I want to be there mm-hmm. and um, help her come alongside of her and say, we're, we're here to help. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. God's given us the resources, a treasury. Mm-hmm. Now we need to uh, use these, these stories that are filled with Scripture to reach a world for Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So before we close this up, because I know you have another interview, <laughs> Crazy Lamplighter, um, if you are interested in listening to this story, it is now available on CD. So that's the second super exciting announcement. So you can order that on our website or you can call us. We can give you a recommendation. What's a CD? <laughs> I know we are. It's available as an MP3. So if you happen to have a CD player in your car, or if you know someone who does, then they'd you can have buy to be a homeschooler way. driving a um, van with 150,000 miles, probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, finally, just we're really excited about this story going out. And so, if God puts it on your heart, like we would appreciate prayer for that as mm-hmm. it goes out, and that um, God would just go before us, pave the way for the CD to reach people, and and. Pray for the next four dramas that we yeah, are yeah. in the middle of right now. We're doing Hand on the Bridle, The Lamplighter, Tip Lewis, and The Finian Chronicles. Finian Chronicles. We are wow. working on the outline right now. So, this yeah, prayer for the Lamplighter Theater team crazy. and yeah. um, that we could find the right actors and actresses oh, too. Yes. We're looking for some British accents and American, mm. I think even Scotland. They say mm. Hand on the Bridle is Scottish. So, uh, we're really excited. Pray that God would be our strength. And we have another interview to do shortly. Cool. So. All right, guys. We will see you next time on the next episode of Fastened Like Nails. God bless. You've been listening to Fastened Like Nails, a presentation of Lamplighter Ministries. Our mission is to make ready a people prepared for the Lord by building Christ-like character one story at a time. To learn more about our family collection of rare books, dramatic audios, or guild programs, visit lamplighter.net. To hear more podcasts, search for Fastened Like Nails wherever you listen to podcasts.